exactly. Yeah, so you're, exactly. You're still, so you're still pregnant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, like, no, please. No. <laughs> guys welcome back to yet another episode of stay by plan if you are listening to this make sure after you watch because i have a new look and so is it giving it's all right it's all right you can do better but are you serious this is my first time wearing colored hair like my mom hates colored hair yeah like she can't stand it. she's like your hair is black it's not blood <laughs> like what kind of wig is this anyway i'm wearing a gray wig so you should watch it on youtube and see yeah, you look like an old white lady but it's okay we still love you like that <laughs> you are rude. I just knew you were coming to say something like silly. I had to do it for the people. <laughs> but yeah, um, if you put your phone aside, I'm sorry, please. But yeah, um, welcome back to Stay by Plan. Um, as you know, before we start, I like my new thing is to read five star reviews from you guys on Apple Podcasts. So I'm going to read this one from Elvis Best. And he said, Dope vibes. I really, mm, sorry. <laughs> I rarely write reviews, but this podcast is really dope. Doesn't matter what they are talking about, but it's interesting to listen, especially because of Afi and Zoo's vibes. Aww. Their banter, the way they interact, and their guests are just dope, Charlie. Afi and Zoo are always on each other's case. It's just funny. Keep it up, guys. Aww. Thank you very much. Thank you and so much. So yeah, let's get into the the conversation today. Wait, before that, someone there was a tweet as well. Yeah. Where someone was like, the best podcast is like the two of us, mm. um, and they've just like seen us like do so. I don't know if you saw it. You commented and if I commented. You, if you brought it up, you have to say the person's at. Oh, well, I'll at you after I'll check in at you. Oh but like, God. yeah. Okay, cool. Thank you. You know yourself. I'll check it. All right, sure. Yeah. But yeah, getting right into it. So we have a very special guest. Very, sp- like, this special is an understatement. I know I'm always saying special, 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 but this this time it's like really special. Mm-hmm. This is like the definition of what res- resilience, um, power, strength. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just so happy that you can I think make you can it. add a few more. I can add yeah, more. I love it. Athletic. Energy. Yeah. Athletic. Mm, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Headstrong in a positive way, like she she knew what she wanted to do, and she did, and it. She did it. Yeah. yeah. Yvette, congratulations. That's all I have to say. That first, like, congratulations. Well done. Thank you. Thank you so much for doing what some people say they would do and they don't. Right, right, right. Yeah. It's actually it's there's so many reasons why I did the swim and the expedition, but I think. Um, <laughs> I'm just the kind of person who's just like, okay, if I've said I've done it, then I have to do it. Period. Yeah. It's, it's just like not complicated to me. Yeah. I'm like, if I could do it, I got to do it. That's it. So yeah, yeah. for um, some of the people who are listening who don't know yeah, yeah. what we are talking about, please tell us who why you are, you are swimming like she... a fish. 
Like what's going on? Like swimming for for our like swimming please. for Africa. Tell us what's going on. What happened and you decided to swim for so long? Well, I just finished swimming 450 kilometers of the Volta River Ooh. as part of um, a larger expedition and research project called Degbechi Living Water Expedition. And for me, I just. Uh, at the heart of it, it's just like, I just really love swimming. Like, it's really like, it's like, that is the most basic response. And I really love swimming in the Volta River specifically. It just was always a thing that um, I've been doing for the last few years and like enjoyed it. So I've always been curious about the rest of the river because I would go to where my godparents live in an area called Vume. Uh, mm -hmm. on the Volta River and like I know that area super well from swimming it and I was like there's more there's so much more to see um so yeah I was like okay I want to explore the rest of the Volta River um in this specific way mm. and um I'm on the board of the Orr Foundation and the Orr Foundation um one of their main things is to look at the influx of secondhand clothing from the global north to mm. Ghana and just the impact that it's having um in communities um, and the way a lot of it becomes waste mm. in places like, you know, and flood, it, it pollutes the Kule Lagoon and mm. a lot of land and a lot of water. And so they were doing research around that and decided to expand it to one of our most important water bodies in Ghana. So there's like the like larger research and policy goals of the expedition. And then there's just like, they're like, this is an adventure yeah. uh, element of, of the swim. So, like, with regards to the pollution, with the, you know, microfibers, right? Yes, exactly. Thank you for remembering. That's right, that's right. <laughs> so, yeah. his homework. How, yeah, how, does, how does it, um, because how I understand it is obviously the um, people in the West ship, like, old clothes, mm -hmm. used clothes to, um, to Ghana. Yeah. How are microfibers getting from, usually they're in Accra, how they get from Accra into the Volta River? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, so the first thing I'd like to say is that I think what's so interesting is that there's this huge global trade of secondhand clothing, mm. but to most of us, it's invisible. Like, I didn't know about it until I started doing this work with the Orr Foundation. And, like, I grew up partly in the UK, and, you know, you go to the, put your clothes in the charity box, and I think most people think that those clothes actually stay yeah. in mm. America, stay in the UK. And you're like, oh, this poor person in the UK is getting my T-shirt. Yeah. Mm. And then actually it's like being sold to somebody who buys it and then it gets shipped here. And then a lot of the clothes actually are um, upcycled and recycled and sold in Cantamanto. Like a lot of people going, like a lot yeah. of really stylish people like yeah. get their clothes in Cantamanto. But Cantamanto can only process a portion of that. And then a lot of it goes directly to the landfills. But yeah. the reason we were like, hmm, is there microfiber pollution in the rest of the Volta River and other places is that, you know, clothes that are sold in Cantamanto don't just stay in Accra. Mm -hmm. Like you go to other parts of the country and you see people wearing like Zara T-shirts. Yeah. Like, where did that come from? There's yeah. no Zara outlet here, yeah. you know? And so it's like, okay, there's this interesting trade that's like, from the Global North to Ghana, then from Ghana in Accra, then the clothes get taken to different parts of the country and sold there, and then people wear them and people move around. Um, so one of the places that we stopped by um, on the expedition is a place called Tapo uh, Abotwasi, and they have a clothes market, and the clothes in that market 
come from Cantamanto and mm. the clothes from that, you know, so there's this whole thing. And then for us, what we're interested in is this kind of circular movement. So it's like starts in Cantamanto, moves to different markets around the country. And then, for example, like fishermen or people are wearing those clothes, mm. um, maybe discarding them mm. near the river, and then it kind of comes back down. Um, and as the wa- the clothes wear down, they become microfibers. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, so then what's the aim of the whole, I mean, obviously the assume is to raise awareness, but like yeah. your whole project, what's the aim? Because mm-hmm. at the same time, I agree with you that, um, of course, it's polluting the waterways and all, the, all those things, but I feel like people kind of need the second-hand clothes. Right, mm. right. Know? So, like, what's the aim? Are you trying to stop it or are you trying to, like, make it more sustainable? Like, what are you guys trying to, to do with it? Right, yeah. I mean, I think what you're getting at is the fact that, like, there's a legitimate trade. Yeah. People buy because they need and want, and that's totally fair. It's not to be like, let's stop this tomorrow because... Mm. there's a trade people are in it people are in the business people are making money maybe not enough as they should be but they're making money people are buying and wearing the problem i think is the scale like Mm. we're getting literally millions of items of clothing way more than the average person probably could even afford to buy and so that's why so much of it is going to waste and then also some of it is arriving and is in poor condition and can't be upcycled and recycled so becomes waste so I, th- I would say there's, there's multiple audiences for this expedition and this project. And one of the main audiences is actually people in the global north, people who are overproducing and um, basically generating the waste, right? Mm-hmm. So what we're trying to say is like, A, there needs to be transparency about what's happening and also transparency about how much is getting produced with a view to reducing the overproduction. Um, and just reducing the amounts that come in so that we're not basically accepting waste or creating more waste. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also we're doing like, they, I always like to talk about like the science component, like collecting water samples so that when we're asking for policy change, it's backed on research and data that we've done and not just being like, please don't do this to us. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like, here, this is what's happening. So don't do that. And then I think in terms of the Ghanaian audience, um, you know, we're not necessarily causing the problem. We're like dealing with it. And so it's just to say like, you know, we're not causing the problem, but everyone should think about their consumption practices. Like how much are we buying? Why are we buying? Like, what do we value about our clothes and like what's the position that Ghana and Ghanaians have in the world and is that position a position that we actually want to have mm. or are we just like having to be in that position so yeah okay. and then also sorry no, no, it's good. <laughs> and then also for me there's just a component of like our country is awesome like there's so yeah. many beautiful incredible places and like I think that there can be sometimes this like over focus on certain urban centers especially Accra and like I think for Accra people sometimes we can think of ourselves as the center of Ghana and it's like actually there's so many other places that are really cool yeah Mm. that's true do you have a question yeah I'm talking about the the whole getting data and research I saw like a video of you on Instagram with your cute little foot patch oh yeah yeah with the cotton Uh, and like you swim for a while put it in the water I just wanted to understand like what's the scientific just 
um, water science for aquatic science for dummies. Just like real quick, what was the whole um, thought process and why were you doing what you were doing, keeping that on your foot during the swim? Sure. So, I mean, the main sampling that we did was collecting water samples from different parts of the river that we push through, process through a filter mm -hmm. so that we can like trap the presumably microfibers or microplastics as well mm. and then be able to count them and say okay in this part of the river there is the presence of microfibers or hopefully there isn't nice. like that's also fine that's actually great it'd be cool to find that um so that's the main thing but then also it's like okay this is a very unique situation where i'm in the water for hours yeah. and like what is happening to me yeah. and like i'm just like whatever this is really fun but also there's stuff in the water yeah. so it's basically the passive sampler that you're talking about the one that like is attached to my leg is kind of um like a like a second skin mm. so it's like okay whatever my skin is exposed to that sampler is exposed to right. as well so it's i can't say yet what's happened because mm. um, it has to be processed in actually quite a fancy lab um, but yeah, it'll be, it'll tell us information about like, okay, what is happening? What's happening over time? Right. Do you have Hopefully. any idea yet? Like any hunch? Um, I mean, our hypothesis is that in the more rural northern parts of the country, there's going to be less microfibers mm -hmm. because there's just fewer people living on the river. There's like less, um, consumption of clothing, yeah. like less money. And then as you go further south and it becomes more uh, urban, there'll be a higher presence of microfibers because there's more people. There's yeah. more people washing clothes or using fishing nets or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And how many lo locations did you like? Not how many oh samples, gosh. how many locations, do you know? Um, you know, one thing that's been really strange is uh the whole experience feels so unreal for me right because it was so intense mm. but now it exists only kind of as memory right um and i just say that to say that sometimes people ask me questions and i'm just like huh and it's it's like i can't remember so yeah it's just so intense and I, I was, a bunch of my friends have babies. And so I was like, spent a lot of time talking about pregnancy and having a child. Yeah. And I was like, you know, this experience feels like, especially with the training, like yeah. seven, seven months of training and then basically two months of the How expedition. many months of training? Seven months. Seven, wow. Yeah, it was a long time. Um, and so it's like, oh, I had this pregnancy, then I gave birth, you know, the expedition, yeah. but there's no baby at the end. Mm -hmm. And so there's nothing to make it feel super concrete. Right. It's just the baby, like the baby will take more than nine months. The baby is the results of your findings. That's what it's right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. <laughs> like, like, no, please. No. Um, yeah. yeah. So, so right now I'm just like, did it happen? I mean, right. luckily we have so mean. much footage. Yeah. So I can literally go and look at the footage and be like, okay, yes, this on this happened. day I was there. And like, you know, I remember being tired. So like, yeah. yeah. But anyway, in answer to your question, um, how many places did we visit? Quite a few. I mean, almost every night we would anchor to land. Right. And so um, we passed a bunch of different um, communities and towns um i think it was hard for me to think of the names because it's like it's not names we're saying all the time yeah, yeah. um but we we went past the main places like we started in Buipe, 
We went past Yeji, um, Pando, Ketakrachi, mm. some of those main ports. Yeah. Um, but we'd also stop in different communities on mm. the way. How about language barrier? Can you speak Ewe? No, I can't. But actually, um, it was interesting. On the crew, we had a bunch of different languages. And Afoya Magavi, who was on the expedition as the photographer and mm. videographer mm. and documentarian, I guess, um, he speaks a lot of languages, but also he was commenting on how many people speak Ada mm. all the way up right. the river, like yeah. basically up into the north. Mm. And just how interesting that was in terms of understanding like migration. And he's from Ada. Mm. So he was like, wow, my concept of home and my people is expanded yeah. because it's like he used to situate it in this place yeah. but it's like oh no your people are all over That's the river so yeah yeah it That's is so really interesting, interesting. Yeah. yeah so like almost every day i think he was able to speak to someone in Ada. Mm. i was yeah. like wow yeah so if you have a question for you how did you find out about her swimming thing yeah um one of my friends posted the video a video of her the whole water thing and yeah. you know like i love like swimming as well actually that's what oh, i was asking okay. you how long like yeah i love swimming as well so i was like this is interesting so i clicked on it and then i saw um the page and then i saw that she's um edwin was on her team so i know edwin and that's how i was mm. able to reach out to her so mm. that's just like sort of like a rabbit hole just like yeah looking through and i'm just like i don't really understand it fully but it's cool yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah i i just even myself it's like it's swimming is such a it's so so random to me mm. even to me i'm just like yeah, so I'm swimming for a long time. Yeah. I mean, now that it's completed and there's so much footage, it's easier to talk to people about it. Yeah. But you can't even imagine at the beginning before it happened, I'm like trying to talk to people and I just sound crazy. Yeah. I just sound so crazy. And people are like, yeah. what? Including my family. They're just like, why do you do such weird things? Just be normal. Mm. What was uh, the training like? That's the worst. The training is the worst. The training is so tedious. I mean, I'm a curious person. And um, for me, the training was so interesting because it's like you're learning different things about your own body mm. and you're learning your process. And I had a coach at the beginning, but I was training myself a lot. Mm. So it was just really interesting to, for me to have that relationship to myself and develop different practices and learn about my body, learn where I'm strong, learn where I'm weak um yeah like that was fascinating and to be in the different space but like the actual nitty-gritty of it it's like i spent i spent way 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 more time training than i did on the expedition right. i mean i trained for seven months so was it like um training with respect to like swimming doing laps or it was both yes. on land and outside doing like um cardio stuff like that right i did um mostly swimming mm. and i've always swam since i was literally like four years old mm. but um i've never really done long distance swimming and like i remember very well my first training session and it was just by myself and i was like okay let me see how long i can swim without stopping and it was like 30 minutes and i was so exhausted mm. it took me like two days to recover because mm. swimming is so intense yeah, it's, yeah. And, like, yeah and like a lot of people swim actually just for a couple of minutes yeah yeah like, you know, when you go in the pool to chill, you're like, maybe just swaddling and finish. Yeah. yeah. So swimming continuously is a different thing. Um, and so uh, a lot of my training was just like slowly building it up gradually. Mm. So I started with 30 minutes and then I would train in like 15 minute intervals. So it was mm. like, I'll do 30 minutes four times a week, 
uh, for two weeks and mm. then I'll do 45 minutes mm. four times a week for another three weeks and then until I could do like two hours or two and a half hours. Wow. Yeah, but then at the end, I just, you just get freaking bored. Cause you, you can't do anything. You can't yeah. listen to music. You can't yeah. love, true. Love. Like you're just here. Yeah, you're just there with your thoughts yeah. and your pain. Yeah. And so after, you know, I, I, I started swimming and then I, I would, um, I got to a point where I wasn't timing myself anymore. I was just counting the lengths. Mm. Um, and so I would do like, um, let me see. So I do like 3K is 30 hundreds. So I do like 60 lengths of the mm. Olympic pool. Um, yeah, and then I would just stop. But then I'll, towards the end, I was just getting so bored that I couldn't bring myself mm. to swim for more than an hour. And mm. I'd just be like, whatever, like I've done it. Yeah. So I was doing mostly swimming, but I would do a bit of um, weight training mm. in the gym as well. So if anyone who swims, for women especially, it's really important to do weight bearing exercise because mm. um, our bones um, are less dense. Or there's something about bone density mm. that you have to actually hold weights. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so I would do that. And then after a while too, I got like an injury in my shoulder right before. So I stopped swimming for a bit and was running a lot. Mm. It's mostly cardio and mental yeah. will. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. And sorry, Zoo. This no, is the swimming part. Zoo can swim. Zoo, can you swim? No, no, it's... Oh, we should yeah. try. It's really, it's really worth so it. Yeah. By the end of the year, I should... If I, if I haven't learned how to swim by the end of the year... <laughs> I don't know. I have, to, I have to give myself like an ultimatum. Or you guys, yeah, yeah. Like, ultimatum. Yeah, ultimatum. What's gonna happen? Yes, what's happening? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't what's know, gonna what happen? Suggest? Uh, I don't know. Mm. I mean, I just think it's just worth it. It's just yeah. it's so great. And also, I, the my main thing with swimming is just um, my main and number one lesson is that you just get need to get to a place where you feel calm. Yeah. Because when you know how to swim, you, most of us are not actually doing like the formal stroke. You need yeah. to know a stroke if you're racing or if you need to do a long distance. Yeah. But most of the time, it's just a little, like really small movements and just understanding yourself in the water. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, I actually feel comfortable. Like if I go to mm -hmm. a pool and I'm just like standing in the water, I'm very like, it's, it's nice. Like mm -hmm. I'm happy where mm -hmm. I am. So, um, yeah, I mean, when I, was, when I was young, I was actually doing like swimming classes and then mm. I stopped. Mm. But then in my mind, I'm like, I know how to swim. So yeah. from like age seven, I was like, I can swim. But you I can swim. I, I didn't swim for years yeah. after that. So yeah. maybe like 10 years. Yeah. I know this story. I told you the story, yeah. <laughs> so like 17, 18-ish. Yeah. I'm like, so the whole time I'm thinking I can swim. Yeah. Because, you know, I also saw like somewhere that you never forget how to swim. No. You know, it's yeah. like riding a bike. So, yeah. like, right, so for 10 years plus of my life, I'm like, oh yeah, I can swim. So one day my friends are like, oh yeah, let's go swimming. I'm like, yeah, yeah let's go, let's go. It's been a while, let's go. So we go, <laughs> we go to the pool, like the, um, the pool at the University of Ghana. Yeah. It's like, I guess it's Olympic size, right? Yeah. And it has a deep end. The deep end is deep. It's really maybe deep. Maybe like 10 feet, maybe. Yeah. Something it's, like that. it's deep. Yeah. So, all right, cool. They all of them go and boom into the deep end. Like four of them. I'm like, ah, simple. I know how to swim. So I go after them. And I go in, I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, what do I do now? What do I do now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, just yeah. going down. So I don't oh, know God. what I did. I just managed to like doggy paddle. Yeah. Find my yeah, way. Yeah, up. yeah, yeah. At least you didn't panic. Yeah, yeah that's I the thing. That, I mean, that's the thing. I've always known, like, if you panic, you die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm like, okay, even if I die, I don't want to die panicked yeah yeah, yeah, so yeah i just managed to like yeah. go up and then yeah the lifeguard was screaming at me and of oh, my course. God. oh bless he was like what are you doing yeah, yeah. So I, 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 I swim 
Yes, yeah, so yeah. I just went to the kiddie pool and I was just chilling in there. Bless. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like trying you should, to learn yeah, this Yeah, you have to learn again. Yeah. So what yeah. I was about to ask you was, um, spending so much time in the water, when you finally come back on land, since you guys were like in a ship, like, and you're like in your bed sleeping, could you still feel like the motions of the water? Yeah. <laughs> not, not, re- not this time. Yeah. But like, so f- for various reasons, um, we had a few uh, longer breaks mm. in the swim. So after three weeks, we were on land for a little bit um, because basically we had to uh, move the boat over Akosombo Dam mm. and then also over Akuse Dam to the bottom. And that took a little bit of time. Mm. Um, actually, and then before that, there was another time where the boat got a leak and had to be oh, repaired. Wow. Yeah. So we were um, on land for like three or four days. Mm. And yeah, between being on the boat, which is also constantly moving, and mm. in the river um, and in the lake, there's all these different forces working on you. Yeah. I definitely had that thing yeah. where I'm just yeah. like, what is yeah. going on? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like less than in the ocean, but definitely, definitely I felt it. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite, it's quite So funny. sorry, when you start swimming, you'll be able to relate. Don't worry. No, but, yeah. I, know, <laughs> no, yeah. but I can relate though. Like, you have that feeling like mm. you're kind of like moving in yeah, the water yeah, even yeah, after yeah. you're out of the yeah, water. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, but yeah, I was going to ask as well. Um, the last time I went to Akosumbu, um, I went to one of those like wooden canoes mm-hmm. and the guy has te- was telling me that he's a swim teacher, da, 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 you know, another person trying to get me to swim. <laughs> <laughs> and I was asking him like, do a lot of people swim? This is maybe a year ago. Do a lot of people swim in the water lake? He's like, yeah, but a lot of people underestimate like because it looks so calm, mm. but he mm. was like, there's a lot of currents that you don't see from the top. Yeah. You know, so sometimes people try and swim and then the next thing you know, they're like going, going yeah. somewhere else, yeah. you know, but like, was it challenging for you? So this whole question of the currents yeah. is kind of a sore spot for me. Mm. Um, so first of all, so there's the Volta, the Volta River is made up of different parts, right? So mm. like it's fed by the white Volta, the red Volta and the black Volta. And I started swimming with the, from the Black Volta to where the black and white meet. And then it becomes the Volta River and then it's the Volta Lake. Mm. Yeah. And then it goes back to being the Volta River. Mm. And each of those different parts has um, a different feel mm. and different currents and whatever. So most of us, I guess from Accra, are used to the Southern part of the river yeah. where there is actual a current. Like if you get in, like there's certain parts where like, Next thing you're gone. Yeah. Yeah. But there's also a lot of parts where it's super still. Mm. And actually for me as a swimmer, it was so depressing. Because <laughs> I like I thought that the whole swim would be like around Akasumba, where I'm like, if I didn't swim, I would still be moving, you know? Yeah. And I was like, I'm chilling. Yeah. And that's kind of how I started the whole swim. I was like, oh, I mean, I'm gonna have to make an effort, but you know, I'm basically gonna like just flow down, yeah. no problem. Mm. And then actually, um, especially on the Volta Lake, because it's basically like a big bath, right? It's yeah. like the water doesn't really flow because mm. it's blocked by the dam. Um, it becomes still. And then there's actually wind coming from the south that pushes up. So you get a bunch of waves pushing you back northwards. Mm. And so if there's any current, it's on the surface and it's pushing you back. So for me, the first few days, I was like, okay, I got this. And then there was a chunk of time in the middle where I was just so demoralized because I was putting in like double the amount of effort to move even less than I would in the pool. Yeah. And so there's like, you basically just have to be 
aware of what each place is like. And I think, yeah, that's the thing. Like that's people don't know and they just assume, but there's all different things going on. I also think with the swimming thing and people, I think a lot of the fear around um, swimming in the Volta River again stems from people don't know yeah people are maybe not strong swimmers um or maybe they like i think a lot of it is people just are not strong swimmers and you have to make sensible decisions so even me i'm super strong at swimming but like i'll be swimming anywhere yeah you know and like i know that okay if i'm if i'm swimming for fun i actually normally first swim up against the current and then the current will bring me back to where I started yeah. rather than, oh, I'm tired and I have to come back. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know, in my mind, I'm like, a lot of the party goers that go to Akosompo are like probably a little drunk, yeah. you know? Yeah. And like, that, of course that's not a safe way to swim. Yeah. 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 So, I want yeah. to ask about something with respect to the water side, the currents. Where yeah. I think the reason why I'm never I know comfortable. Your, your next question you know, is. Okay, yeah. so then, okay, just answer. Let's see if it's actually the, the, the question. Like, uh, like creatures. They're creepy the crawlies. Yeah. 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 People always ask me. Because that's why I don't swim. Like, in, like I'm so scared to swim in the river. Like, I'm afraid that like something you will just. You will not I didn't yeah. see anything in my whole expedition. Oh. I didn't see anything anything in the fish? water like nothing touched no your fish foot. me i mean sometimes actually at the bottom there's a lot more like weeds and grasses that's it i mean and i won't like there were times where i was like this is scary looking yeah, yeah. because it just it's just like all yeah. these tentacles yeah. um but like it was a bit scary but i was like there's nothing there yeah. there's nothing there um i didn't see any fish this i guess they swim away from you yeah obviously they will yeah and like the crocodiles and hippos are nowhere near where we swam Mm. the last few days i had my eyes open to try and see a manatee i was like i swam all this way i want to see a manatee yeah and i I saw nothing like nothing yeah okay it's kind of almost disappointing i was like right (laughs) so did you have to wear like like swimming shoes like to just like be safe make sure like nothing or you were just like going in all 100 you just my swimming costume and a swimming cap okay um and the swimming cap was just um you the sun is quite strong Mm. and especially because i have a shaved head Mm. it's like if the sun comes directly on my head i can it can easily dehydrate actually um and just to like protect from the sun Mm. but otherwise yeah i was just going yeah i had goggles which was interesting because i normally don't swim with goggles mm. especially in the river i'm very like especially I, in the river right yeah, yeah. Say, especially <laughs> in the pool yeah oh no no I, yeah because wow. i'm such a like a creature of the river of the yeah. water you know ah oh, free yeah. um but like i swam with goggles because it was like so much time in the water and like yeah. um yeah because you know our eyes are a bit saline so like the, and the water is not salty so it's yeah. like it's yeah so i ended up i had to get used to swimming mm. with goggles so for me i think I feel like I, I saw it on Twitter like around the time you started, but I didn't really. It's like I didn't understand what was going on, and I was like, okay, yeah, that's nice. Another time, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, but then I noticed it even more when like an update came that One Love and Sister Deborah had joined you, mm-hmm. and they were swimming with you, and I, I don't know how long they swam, but they said he did time. 3k and she did 1k i think which is insane because running for even running for 3k is not yeah. a joke yeah i was like ah what's going on here I gotta say, I started, you know, yeah. Into it more. yeah yeah 
Yeah, sorry, just to, but I was actually really impressed by One Love and like the other people who swam 3K. Mm-hmm. Because to me, I'm just like, oh yeah, 3K. But like, I was like, oh, for like the average person, that That's is far. True. That's really far. Like three kilometers in the pool takes an hour. Yeah. Um, and like, you can't really stop. So I was like, yeah, I was really impressed by people. And then there was like, where you could swim 3K, 2K or 1K. I was impressed by everyone yeah. who swam any amount. And I, that was one of the real highlights of the expedition for me to just really like genuinely share it with other people. Yeah. Because like, obviously this expedition stems from my journey, but I really have trouble being the center of attention. I'm like, oh, mm. I just want to do my, th- I just want to do this thing. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm like, I don't want to be this icon. And so it's like, it was really nice to open up the experience to other people. Um, and make it safe for them because I think people are afraid. And yeah. it was like we had boats, we had kayaks, we had mm. lifeguards. Nice. So it was like one a very unique opportunity for people to be in the water and yeah. feel it and challenge themselves and learn more about the expedition. Yeah, that was really that was really dear to me. So, so if you were doing one k, two k, three k, yeah, how many how many k's were you doing a day? Um, it depended the different parts of the river. I mean, there were some days where I did like four kilometers because it was just so hard to move forward. Mm. Um, one thing about that was that like, <laughs> I would just be like in the water swimming for two hours, barely moving because these huge waves are coming over me. And I'd be like, Tofo, like, did you guys get that on camera? Like, I need the people to know how much I'm suffering. Yeah. You know, and then you look at the camera and it never looks that bad. Yeah. You look in person, you're fighting for your life. And then on the camera, it's just like, some yeah, yeah. It's like, oh man, you guys were not there. Yeah. I was like, we have to add a soundtrack or something to let yeah. them know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but then like, for example, this end part of the expedition, I was swimming like 15 kilometers a day um which yeah i mean even i was like this is a lot of swimming this is a lot of swimming because of the different currents it took me different times so like certain there were certain parts of the river where i would swim two hours or so in the morning and then like an hour and a bit in the afternoon and i got my 15k but the last day when i thought it would be the easiest it took me two hours of swimming in the morning and then almost four hours of continuous swimming in the afternoon. And I just was like, I mean, I wanted to cry, but it just, my eye, because of the goggles, my eyes were just like open like this. So I actually couldn't cry. And I was also, I was just too tired. Yeah. I really wanted to cry, but I was just too tired. And I was like, if you stop and cry right now, you're just delaying us finishing. Yeah. So like, can you just, continue yeah i was like damn okay like i just that there was nothing glamorous about it i was just like you know moving forward yeah yeah and then i I, there was such a specific point where like i tasted the salt water i said thank you jesus Mm. i was like i'm there oh man yeah and then we had this whole welcome by the chiefs um yeah it was actually really sweet but i'm not gonna lie in the moment i was just like no one talked to me. I don't want to, I'm so tired. Yeah. Um, but it was very, it was very sweet of them. Yeah. It was, I was surprised actually. I was like, oh, people care about this thing. That's really great. Yeah. yeah. People, so people do care. So can you share like some of the people that have been, not like 
name drop like what what was the support like like funding wise well, you can like, name drop if you want to yeah <laughs> yeah yeah some people might want their flowers so yeah. Yeah, 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 what's, yeah yeah what has the support been like and what has obviously the is the word yeah. apprehension is it apprehension what does apprehension mean like you're apprehensive against right <laughs> Uh, oh no apprehensive, apprehensive is like you're unsure you're uh-huh. so, to, yeah. so i want like both positive and negative whether some people like as you say like this is crazy don't do it like this yeah. doesn't make sense like yeah. i want to know like what the oh, whole thing well, like. well first off my mom is hilarious because now that's like she's like now that i got a bbc interview and tv3 she's like oh my god look at my daughter blah 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 <laughs> african parents you know what i'm saying <laughs> and i'm like hmm, the same lady that nine months ago was like why can't you just go and do your masters? And I'm like, <laughs> the same, the same lady. I said, okay, I see. Anyway, she's like the funniest person. She's like the most supportive, yeah. critical person. She'd be yeah. like, I don't want you to do this, but if you're gonna do it, then okay, cool, good for you. Yeah. yeah. I was like, okay. Uh, so yeah, but like in terms of the actual expedition, um, it was all supported by the Aura Foundation mm. because essentially it's like a research project for mm. them and like, it's helping us reach global audiences and local audiences mm. about the work that's being done. Like, so I always try and bring it back to the textile pollution and be like, hey, this is why we're doing it. Yeah. Um, so that's been fantastic. And then obviously the people on the boat, part of the crew, Edwin was on the boat for a while. Yeah. Um, Edwin works for the OR, um, Ofoy has been awesome. And I think like you see it in some of the videos, um, but I'm rarely in the water by myself. Mm. There's usually someone who's in a kayak accompanying me the whole way. Mm. Um, because if the boat's like, it's a long story, but the boat can't always be near me. So there's mm. like that person in the kayak is carrying my water, my um, snacks, refreshments to make sure I don't dehydrate, I have enough energy. And also like, in, especially in certain parts of the lake where the water's rough, mm. yeah. you know, like in case anything happens, I need to be able to get to the kayak really yeah. quickly. Yeah. So like that's why it's there. So Foy did a lot of kayaking. Edwin did a lot of kayaking. Like you know, behind the scenes heroes. Um, my friend Isabel was on the mm. expedition, doing the science and just making life easier. JJ, the captain from Bravehearts Expeditions, he like captained the whole boat. And like, I mean, the thing that was so great was that like he's the captain, but also mm. humble enough to help prepare the meals mm. and for me like i don't even cook in my own home i'm like so lazy i <laughs> i i will eat plantain chips all day instead of like preparing food yeah yeah that was actually the, the nutrition was the hardest part of the training for me because mm. i just like don't eat food yeah and so it was like i would get exhausted anyway so like jj is awesome because he'd like prepare the food and like yeah. captain so there's like a there's an, always an ecosystem around these kinds of projects. Um, yes, I think it's actually mostly been like positive and supportive. Mm. I mean, for any expedition and workplace, it's like you're having to navigate a lot of different dynamics and people and some people you're friends with before, some people you don't know, yeah. and like you're having to be with, with each other in an intense workspace. So of course it's like intense but um you know i've come out of the expedition like i have a lot of respect for everyone who was on the boat etc so yeah but definitely at the end like i live alone and so like by the end i was like i need to not see anyone anyone, especially (laughs) no offense you people for a while like let me just go to my home close the door (laughs) yeah i'm I'm done (laughs) so can you tell me more about the boats because i I hear um it was a like aluminium type 
built like did you guys build it yourself or yeah 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 so in my mind when i was originally thinking of the expedition i was like we'll just rent a canoe um or build a canoe which yeah. i thought would be really cool too um but uh because the all foundation is doing research beyond this expedition and was doing it before uh they said they made the decision that they wanted to build a custom research vessel that could be used for expeditions later mm. okay. so it's um i think it is aluminium actually i'm like mm, made up. but the thing that was really cool is that it's fully solar powered we actually wow. there is a gas powered generator on board we could actually we couldn't get it to work and so it was like there was no fossil fuels even if we tried yeah. there was no fossil fuels it was like fully fully solar power which was interesting because it meant that like at night that's it yeah. you know like when the sun goes down okay i guess it's time to sleep because mm -hmm. like so we don't frantically charge everything before sunset um yeah and it was it was really super interesting to be on the boat and just like live that kind of life mm. and i think i'm 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 getting over it now but like there's whenever i was back in a car i'd be like i would just wake up at six and then like start getting tired at eight yeah. and like i'd re yeah. be in bed by nine and like you know asleep like a granny <laughs> um but yeah that's like expedition boat life mm. yeah so right now i think it's fair to say that i mean i don't know but you're probably like a record holder or something like that like you I have think some, so. some type of record somewhere yeah you know <laughs> somewhere yeah yeah well it's interesting about that um because people like Funnily enough, I don't have Instagram on my phone and my Twitter's private and I, you know, try, of course, not to be on social media that much. So there's a lot of stuff I haven't seen. Mm -hmm. But I was on my friend's phone looking at the posts and I was like, damn, first of all, a lot of people like this. And there's like, a bunch of comments, a bunch of people tagging Guinness World Records. And I was like, oh, no, <laughs> because to set a record is actually a very complicated process. Yeah. And there's a ton of rules around yeah. it. Yeah. And I kind of was like that's not the point for me for me the from the beginning the point was not to i mean it was to prove something and that like sometimes we think something's impossible but, but it's just because like that's coming from a fear place yeah and if we exit that fear or move through that fear we can realize how many things actually are possible mm -hmm. especially with support especially with a team especially if you take your time so for me that was the main thing that i wanted to experience and put across but um, yeah, the whole thing of like, I want to prove something or like the competition thinking yeah. was not something I was interested in mm. because like that's stressful. And like, I don't want stress. I want to be able to some days go really slow and like yeah. some days do a lot and swim 15 kilometers and yeah. other days swim three kilometers. Yeah. You know, I want to be able to like take a long break if I want to. Like so much of the experience for me was that I wanted to experience joy. Yeah. And I remember at the end of the first week, I was freaking exhausted. I just was like, I, I I didn't cry as much as I was expecting to, but there was one day where I was just like hiding and crying. I'm like, I'm so tired. Why am I doing this? <laughs> yeah. You know, and I just was like, okay, why am I doing this again? And I was like, okay, I want to share this experience. Blah, blah. And I was like, I want to be able to experience joy in each day. And I mean, there was so much joy to experience, like the way that the light hits the water mm -hmm. and like the the um environment and like the way the sky is just magnificent and like we went especially at the northern parts like we would swim through these underwater forests that were sunk when the dam was created and like one day i just like swam over and i like climbed it and i was like 
you know, take a picture of me, Edwin. <laughs> you know, and so it's like, I wanted to be able to like have a, like a journey yeah. and not be like, I need to race to the finish so that nobody can beat my record. You know, yeah. I was like, I oh, don't know. Yeah, yeah. How long did the whole swim part take? Um, so if not including the times when we were like off the boat, yeah. I think it was 40 days. Yeah, wow. it was 40 days. Wow. Yeah, it that's, was quite intense. That's, that's a lot, yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, yeah. That's impressive. Yeah, it was quite, like, it was just funny because, like, I, I, if not for, again, witnesses mm. and the footage, I would be like, did that really happen? Mm -hmm. And it's funny because it's like there's different witnesses at different points. Like, it was the funniest was swimming in Akasombo because suddenly, there's people there yeah. and it's like there's all these resorts and private yeah. houses like fishing communities and so they're there and they're like cheering and i'm like what are they doing <laughs> like what's that sound <laughs> literally waiting for you yeah like, I'm like oh hi guys yeah. yeah so that was like really cute and whatever but in most of the time for like three quarters of the expedition we were in the middle of what felt like nowhere and they'd be like you know i mean there's still commerce of course and trade that happens so they'd be like a canoe with like 20 people who would just go past and they just look puzzled like mm. what I is that <laughs> what yeah. is you know but like they would pass and like that would be it you yeah. know and or like we would go to these communities that lived on islands mm. and they'd be like what are you people doing and they'd be like okay so there's like points of witness but like it wasn't like we had a live feed from you know start to finish and right. Yeah, just very weird. But were there any communities that you went there like, no, you can't swim here. Like maybe this river is like for a god. Like, no, you have to wait till this time. Were there some rules in some mm. communities? No, actually. Okay. No, actually. Um, sometimes people um, were concerned about the research vessel because it's like, it's green and orange. And so it looks kind of like the Navy. I mean, I haven't seen a Navy boat recently, actually. Mm. I think actually maybe Navy is white. Anyway, maybe it looked like army or something. Just looked like something. Yes. Government related. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. And so there were some communities that were a bit uh, apprehensive about it. Yay, the word. Because um, <laughs> uh, a few years ago, there was a big sweep of the fishing communities against um, child trafficking on mm. the Volta River. Okay. I don't know if you guys remember. Yeah. Um, and so the Navy came in and like grabbed a bunch of children, yeah. like literally thousands of children, took them to centers until their parents and families could come and claim them. Mm. And there's a logic behind it. I don't know if I'm like confident to speak about it, whether it was right or wrong, but mm. anyway, the community is really scarred by that. Yeah. So there were many times where they were like, oh no, explain your purpose. And then we would say, okay, we're doing research. Mm. We're part of this organization. Then be like, oh, okay, cool. Okay. Yeah. You know, and then we could have a conversation about the research and the boat, but like, otherwise it was, um, otherwise it was fine. And then on the point of like the spirituality and the traditions, yeah. I think because I didn't, grow up in Ghana and grow up in those communities mm -hmm. for better and worse I don't have that um cultural or spiritual expectations mm. and so I could go in with curiosity and openness mm. yeah. and like without fear yeah because I think a lot of people and maybe people who don't even understand the spirituality attached to the river yeah. would be like oh I don't I don't want to mess with that yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, actually, you know, depending on the relationship you have with the river or your gods, it could actually be, for me, it was like the swim was an act of, um, 
in a way, pilgrimage, maybe you could say. Um, for me, it was like, I'm dedicating this to whatever god or gods of the river. Like, I'm in service. Like, I'm giving myself. Yeah. Yes, from a good place. Yeah, so. yeah. And so for me, like, I think that's also why I didn't have fear. I was like, this river knows my intentions are pure. Like, I'm not coming to do anything. Yeah. 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 So I felt I felt confident because of that, yeah. too. Sounds really good. Yeah. Yeah, you kind of spoke about com- competing already and the pressure it brings. But right now, you are officially a really, really good swimmer. That I yeah. would agree. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah, that I'm like. So, like, yeah. has it ever crossed your mind, like, you like, you know, you want to do a race or like you want to test your limits? You yeah, know? I mean, I think the problem with me is that if somebody suggests an idea, I'm like, I, it's hard for me not to act on it. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, and I, my sense of what is not possible <clears throat> is very. I don't know whether it's high or low. I just most things feel possible, possible. to me. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I could probably do that. Um, so if, uh, one of my older friends who came to the Solidarity Swim was like, well, you know, an Olympic triathlon is only this amount of swimming and this amount yeah. of running. Yeah. And I was like, hmm, doesn't sound that much. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, I could do it. I mean, like in terms of can I do it literally? Oh, yeah, I can literally physically do it. But then the, the com- one competitive side of yeah. me is that like, I don't, well, if I do it, I want to win. Yeah, you know, yeah. exactly. So I don't want to go and just participate. Yeah. I want to have a good chance of winning. But then usually that's when the stress comes in. And like, what if I don't win? Yeah. And I'm going to be annoyed. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. But yeah. I think you should do it though. Yeah. yeah. Just just to say you, you know, Did you could it. be like an, an Olympian. It's a nice thing to say. Yeah, I'm an It would be. I, I, I like just having like a very random, rich life story. Yeah. So it would be really funny to be like, yeah, and then I went to the Olympics. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 that would be so hilarious. Yeah. And people, I just want people to be like, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I know. I just decided to do that. And then like, I did it. Yeah. 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 And I think it's also like, as Zoe saying, even if you do it, whether you win or not, it's more people finding out about you and yeah. then what you did and why yes, you did what you exactly. did. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. For exactly. the bigger good. Yeah. So, yeah do the, it. the thing about Olympics is the Olympics, even if you go in your last, you're still an Olympian. Yeah, that's true. Like, yeah. You say, nobody knows if you're first or last. Like, you're yeah. still an Olympian. So. Yeah, and if the story is good, I'm just like, the I just want a good story. It's a really yeah. good story as yeah. well. Yeah. She just yeah. decided at age 30 that she wants to do the Olympics. And yeah. then, like, that's fun. I just want a cool story. Yeah. 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 So I'm looking forward to your Olympics. Yeah, journey. we are. Yeah. <laughs> no, we actually are looking forward to it. There's Olympics. Oh, man, I've been saying this thing a little too much. <laughs> the Olympics In a next, couple of years, people are going to be like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Doing yeah. Our like, research. What like, do you need to do? Yes. You know? Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's really, this is a really beautiful story. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because of, I mean, it's inspired me to go learn how to swim. Because yeah. I also want to like when you go to Aquasum when you see it's like I want to go inside. Yes, I just know? don't understand people who can just look at it. I yeah, can't, right? I, can't, I have to get it. That's why, like, yeah. I always go like on the canoe and just like put my hand. In yes, the water, exactly. You know? like, you have but, to like, feel I, but it. I want to like go inside. You have to. Because you're from yeah. the water, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not why. It just looks really peaceful, really. Fun. Yeah, you yeah. just want to be like yeah, inside. I just, just want to yeah. experience it. So yeah, um, I'm just telling everybody that by the end of the year. I would have no, we I would have the MC. Yeah, yeah. check in. Uh, yeah. I don't worry, it happen, happen. I'll learn how to swim by the end of the year, and you guys will see me in the water doing 452 <laughs> kilometers. No, but that's actually <laughs> wild. Yeah, that's a long year. That's a yeah, long. Yeah, it year. was long. Why didn't you just do 500? Zoo. No, because like 450 <laughs> is like a bit off. You know, like, you could have said 500. It's like, oh, you know. 
What do you have to say? I'll do it next time. You can't even do one kilometer. Can you imagine? I'm like... Man, <laughs> no, no, I'm not taking away from your achievement, but I'm as a, as a, just as a last story, like uh, on the last day, yeah. the chief said they're gonna come and do a doorbell for me at the end, and I said, wow. okay, cool. And then, um, like I said, it was taking way longer than I expected. Yeah, I expected, I expected from two hours in the morning and maybe an hour, an hour and a half in the afternoon. Yeah. So two hours, two and a half hours into my afternoon swim, I'm so tired, and we get a call that. The chiefs are getting tired of waiting. Oh, Fair no. enough. They've been waiting for a long time. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie. I was just kind of like, they can go. Like, that's, I was like, that's annoying. I was like, like, I cannot swim faster than I, I was like, I can barely move. Yeah. This is as fast as we're going to be able to go. Yeah. And so, yeah, I was just like, I, like, I, nobody could tell me anything. Yeah. Like, I, I, all I can do is move my right arm move my left arm that's all i can do right now yeah yeah it's very intense so did you go for the day by day <laughs> so yeah, I'm curious. Were there. it was very sweet i was like oh okay cool so anyway that's <laughs> really cool yeah it was really oh sweet. my god yeah um what's what's the the future looking like what's yeah. what's the when is the next swim i well, think i, I gotta start i gotta it. finish my olympic training now yes, yes. yes cool. nice. i did too much promising <laughs> Um, but yeah i mean it's just funny because like my everyday life i'm co-founder of the biofarm giant fruit brand and so i'm just like back oh, to wow. work yeah, yeah so cool yeah so, so i'm eating their fruits that's yeah so giant nice. mango pineapple oh, nice. that's so nice yeah so it's funny because it's like you know i i saw like how many people were liking and commenting online i was like oh this is really nice but i'm like at home on my computer doing our finances. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, yeah. for me, it's like, I'm back to normal. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool. And what do you hope um, to achieve, I guess, at the end of the day with this whole 450K, with the awareness you've created? Like, what's the end goal for you, mm-hmm. ideally? I mean, in terms of my personal goals, I just really want to truly have inspired and encouraged more people to go and swim in general like it yeah, sounds so yeah. corny mm-hmm. but it's like it's just that's what i want i want people to experience that joy mm-hmm. and experience like the joy of like the beauty of our country and then from the like professional side i think i'm very excited about like having contributed to the research yeah. and you know ultimately we're trying to like it's like hashtag stop waste colonialism and like reduce the volumes of clothing coming in. Like yeah. if we can see that happen, that would be great. Yeah. yeah. I signed yeah. your petition, by the way, like. Thanks. Yeah, someone Aww, came up to you me. You were so great. You did the research, you signed the petition. No, but that was, that was like, someone came up to me, I was like, hey, can you sign this petition? But you still said yes, uh, you would have said no, it. so congratulations. Yeah. I mean, like when I had ways, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Oh. I had colonial. Oh, please. Yeah. I'm there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can so, I yeah. sign a zoo and the Ghanaian vegan? Yeah. 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 So, yeah um, oh, you have a Ghanaian vegan? Yes, he yeah, is. Oh, me. my God. Yes. <laughs> In the flesh. Wow. Oh. That yeah. is. Oh, wow. Yeah, next, next time I'll be swimming with you. So. Yeah. That's cool. Swimming, you can be in vegan. charge of the nutrition then. Wow, that's exciting. Yeah, Are you yeah. vegan? Not really. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't eat, I don't eat meat, but like I'll eat chicken, yeah. but I'm not like big on be- like meat. I'm just like not strict about it. Like yeah. I don't eat any red meat, but like yeah. I'll eat chicken and sometimes fish. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Zoo Baby. And if you're looking for like um, a brand, I'm always pushing you on. You need to be doing this. If you're looking for like a brand influencer for your farm, like, yes, perfect. actually. Yeah. yeah. We'll, have a, we'll have a conversation. Yeah. Look at me. What's it called again? 
Ivaya Farm. Y V A Y A. Dried fruits, pineapple, mango. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen. Yeah, my it's favorite good. is the mango, and then sometimes when, when mango is also seasonal, like I'm so upset. They're like, "Oh no, you can't yeah, get the mango. You, you can get the tropical." Else. And I'm just like, guys, yeah, guys. I see like a different like shop. I see I've seen a palm moments. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Nice. The brown packaging. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh, that's dope. That's dope. Yeah. So yeah, thank you so much for everything you've done. Um, you've inspired me. I'm yeah. sure you've inspired a few as well. Oh yeah, I'm definitely going to enter the water now, like with confidence, because yeah. she said there's nothing in the water. There's Something. no creepy crawlies. Yeah, nobody Even, will hold your leg. Nobody will hold my leg. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Cool. there's when nothing I, in the water. Swim, I'll join you, so yeah, yeah, we should. And if there's like a, a phase two, four, you know, like you know yeah. how research is, they would be like, oh, we need more samples. Yeah, yeah. we'll be there to support you. We'll ride like in the water f- with 50 you. Fifty meters. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. Really- <laughs> I'll do three k. Three k. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. Cool. Yeah. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for joining us. Yeah, and thank you guys for listening to. Stay by plan, yeah. and yeah, we're looking forward to Yvette's Olympic run. See you guys. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Yeah, next week. Bye. <laughs> this episode of Stay by Plan was hosted by Afi and Zoo. Production was done by Afi, Zoo, Senna, and Nikita. Sound and video was edited and produced by Zoo. Sound design by Senna. Video and photos by Nams. Additional videos by Ellis. Motion graphics by Eugene and the intro song was by Lil Kwao.